we're doing small plot research, like high, highly replicated small plot research, and it's not necessarily like grower strip trials, but the mm-hmm. one thing that's nice about it is it allows us to look at multiple different like management practices. So to give you an idea of kind of what our lab has really gone after, we're over the years we've looked at like I believe Tristan Bayer, a predecessor of mine, what he looked at was the effect of phosphorus placement mm-hmm. at different distances away from the crop row. Mm-hmm. So like how close did that fertilized band have to be underneath the crop row in order to be successful with strip till? So with that, we have actually, he did that with phosphorus. Mm-hmm. The research that we've been kind of doing with that is also going, so taking some of that same research and then also applying it to potassium. Okay. We've had a lot of guys in this area that are weary about banding potassium. Now, when we sure. say banding, everything is done with a coulter toolbar mm-hmm. in the spring, the day before we're planting, or even sometimes the day of planting. Okay. So we have a lot of guys ask questions on is, is it safe to band like high salt fertilizers directly underneath the row right before I'm about to plant? Right. So we've been kind of tackling a lot of this safety issue with some of these fertilizers. So I've looked at a lot of different potassium sources, mirror okay. to potash with um, mirror to potash and different sulfur sources in the band. Mm-hmm. And then We've also done similar kind of research with nitrogen being urea and ESN. Okay. And we've had really, really good success with uh, urea and ESN, especially ESN with a little bit more slow release. So that would be kind of, I would probably hit on some of like the, the phosphorus work that we've done in the past, take that again to some of our potassium research, some of our nitrogen research, kind of like go through each nutrient Okay. And then kind of bring it all together. And we have some really cool studies that um, it's like basically just a really all-encompassing look at broadcast fertilizer compared to, compared to banding fertilizer. And then what different management practices are going to impact how you're going to have different responses with those two managements. So like one of them that we've done, it was a really cool study from 2019 was I took 10 different hybrids and we put them at three different populations, like 30,000, 36, and 42,000 plants per acre. So think of it as low, medium, and high. Mm-hmm. And we tested how they all um, responded to fertilizer for broadcast and how they responded to fertilizer when I was banding. Sure. And what was really interesting was if I was at 30,000 plants per acre, which is very low for central champagne, Mm-hmm. there wasn't a huge difference between broadcast and banding. Like they were both going to have really good responses, but there wasn't a big separation. Sure. The thing that was really interesting is when I went up to like 36,000, which is typical for central Illinois. Yeah. The range, like you had like a nine bushel response advantage over broadcasting. Like banding was a nine bushel advantage when I was at a normal population. And then on top of that, when I went up to 42,000, some aggressive populations, that advantage of banding was significantly higher, up to about 14, 15 bushels. Okay. And so what we try and tie it into is like corn yields are increasing from year to year. Now, a big thing that's driving that increase in just average corn yield is increased planting population. The reason or what the impact of increased planting population is the size of each corn plant's root system is decreasing 
as you increase population. So our lab does a lot of really dirty work and goes out and root digs hundreds and hundreds of plots um, come the end of the year to basically like get a visual and then also an actual number behind how much does that root system decrease as you increase population. And so we take some of that results where it really gives a hard number of how as you're increasing population, that corn plant's root system is significantly decreasing. And then we tie that back to answer the question of why is banding better than broadcast? And it really comes down to just, if I have a smaller root system, it can't explore the soil near as much. So I have to place that fertilizer right where the roots can actually get to it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like the research that I've typically done is like, kind of centered around that mentality right there. Like that's the big picture of why is banding better? Well, because as I'm increasing populations, that root system gets smaller and I need to place that fertility better. And then depending on the crowd that we're talking to, the other aspect of this is, and it gets a little more complicated, but hybrids differ in how they respond to fertility. We've seen this significantly for the last like three years and now. they don't really have good responses to fertility. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even just banded fertility, but fertility in general, because there's just such good root to soil contact. I mean, they can mine the soil in essence. Where we also have other hybrids that just have somewhat of a smaller root system. Mm-hmm. And those are the hybrids that really, really respond to that banded fertility or that fertility in general. 